Edzy has done some research. Yeah, I did. I did a topic research. I changed my topic actually this morning. Oh, really? Yeah, I got up kind of early and I was like, you know what? I just don't want to do a story on racist red zoner Marge Shot. Oh, so Margie. so maybe I'll do that another time. All right, all right. But uh, I I decided to to pick a topic that uh, kind of had everything to do with you all right not necessarily well i guess that's not really the best way of putting it it wasn't like everything to do with you but there's there's two aspects of it and you you've probably you've probably heard this story before yeah maybe not in such detail okay but um you like the cubs i do and there's a shit ton of goats in this fucking room Yes. Do you maybe want to explain why the, you have so many goats? I kind of know the story, but I, I can't remember exactly. Well, as, as a sarcastic teenager, I once answered the question of what do you want for your birthday with a goat uh, to my, uh, I guess, stepmother. And uh, every year since then for Christmas or my birthday, I, I get some sort of goat-related present. So there's a farm sign here that says Ontario Goat Producer. I have a there's goat a, bobblehead. Yeah, uh, a goat bobblehead. There's goat beanie baby. Up here uh, above the window, there's a there's a picture of a farm that says Hallelujah Goats on it. Yeah, I got the, uh, the book uh, The Men Who Stare at Goats by uh, John Ronson. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, great book. So anyway, do we call? Am I going to call this segment the ballop? Sure, sure. That's what's that's, happening. That, see, that's getting into. Comedy. See, they, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> see, okay, it's not called the ballop. All right, it's just called Edzy Shell. It's just Sean called Sean Stewart. Ned's do baseball. <laughs> All right. Okay. 1876. All right. Is that copyright? <laughs> it's pretty close. 1876. Ready? Mm-hmm. In 1876, the Cubs were born as the Chicago White Stockings, Mm -hmm. one of the eight inaugural teams. So they uh, they they went uh, they won the first National League championship and became one of the world's uh, sports world's first dynasties, winning six of the first eleven pennants. Okay, and that was in uh, 1876. What a and time then to be alive. 1880 through 1882, mm-hmm. and then 1885 and 1886. Good old days, as white people say. Yeah. <laughs> Do they say that? I don't say that. I'm joking. I don't say that. <laughs> but uh, so so they went through a few different names before becoming the the modern iteration of of the Cubs. Mm-hmm. So from 1876 to 1889, they were the Chicago White Stockings yep. of the NL of the National League. Yep. And it should be noted that there was also the Chicago White Sox, so not a lot of originality in the names. Hey, we're at from this Canada. Point. We had two Rough two, Riders. I was just going to make mention to that. <laughs> yeah. Go Rough Riders. Which ones? Ottawa or Saskatchewan? There's only fucking nine teams in the league, man. 
<laughs> there was only eight teams in the league at this point too. So, so they get, they get one. They yeah. were one less. At least they weren't the same name though. So I guess that's yeah. still all right. It's pretty close though. And yeah. then there was the Red Sox and the Red Stockings. So fuck me, man. Yeah. And like, well, you if you're know, an American American League team, we're the Sox. And if you're a fucking National League team, we're the Stockings. All right. Well. Okay. So anyway, so 1890 they changed their name to the Colts. All right. And then 1898, they changed their name to the Orphans. Wow. Dark turn yeah, in no, 1898. I, I, I have actually heard this. I believe uh, Rube Waddell played for the Orphans briefly. Uh, I heard that on the I, dog. I wonder what happened. Like, like why? why would you name <laughs> Yeah. All right. We got to move on from that. Yeah. That's, that's... And then in 1903, <laughs> they became the Cubs. All right. So... Uh, their success continued, and yeah. in 1906, they won 116 games. Yep. And that was their first pennant as the Cubs. They lost in the 1906 World Series to the White Sox. In 1907, the Cubs returned to the World Series and won for the first time. Uh, they returned again in 1908 and became the first team to win back-to-back World Series and also the first team to appear in three straight fall classics. Okay. So we're going to fast forward a little bit. Yeah, they're good. They're good. They're a good team. So uh, from 1876 to 1945, so that's like a 40-year or so fast forward. Yes. Um, the Cubs were one of the most successful teams in all of baseball. Over this 69-year period, they had a record of 5,475 wins and 4,324 losses, which was a 559 win percentage. And over that time, they would capture NL pennants in 1910, 1918, 1929, 1932, 1935, 16 first place finishes and 51 winning seasons. All right. So that's that's pretty good, you know. They were very good. Very good. Then in 1945, something happened. I bet it involves a goat. It's, it involves a goat. Yep. And a Chicago tavern owner named William George Cyanus. All right. We're going to have to check that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How you say that? William George Cyanus, right here. All right, all right. How do you spell Cyanus? S I A N I S. He was a Greek immigrant born in Tripoli, Greece, and okay. came to America in 1912. He was born in 1894. Uh-huh. He taught himself English by reading newspapers. Yeah. And then, a few years after uh, Prohibition ended, he bought the Lincoln Tavern across from Chicago Stadium. One day, later that summer, legend says that a goat fell off of a truck outside the tavern. Which happened back then, yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently, yeah, it was, was nineteen. Goats were just it falling was 1934, so... Maybe it was, like, actually, it was Chicago, too, so maybe, like fell off a truck like maybe there was like some goat mafia shit going on maybe which would have been awesome for me because i could prohibition was over so no i know that's why they moved on to goats that's possible too they, yeah. they're just, the goat you know, racket yeah, the you know you're driving down to addison and then a couple goats fall off the back of your truck maybe that happens and uh, you're compensated by the insurance company and they give the money to us <laughs> So regardless of how that happened, <laughs> Cyanus ended up with a goat. All right. He then cared for the goat and named it Murphy, yep. also growing a goatee himself. 
and changing his name to Billy Goat. That's very And naming the bar the Billy Goat Inn. Wait, so he changed his name to Billy Goat? Yeah, because his name was William George Cyanus. Yeah, I remember his name. Why the fuck would you change it to Billy Goat? Because, I don't know, he's fucked. He's, this goat falls off the... The and truck he just becomes and best friends with the goat. Pretty he, much. And he just, okay. Because he's king of the publicity stunt, apparently, it says here. All right. In 1944, Chicago hosted the Republican convention, and Cyanus posted a sign on the Billy Goat Inn saying, No Republicans served here. Oh, bold. When Republicans would angrily go in to inquire, Cyanus would serve them with a smile. That's strange. That's a smart idea. Because they'd be like, hey, what the fuck? How come you're not serving me? And he's like, I am serving you. Have a drink, man. Four dollars. So he charged them a lot for the drink? I don't know. I, I assume four dollars would be a lot of money back Four dollars isn't just something I pulled out of my all head. Right, it's not right. accurate. But okay, it's it gets really... them in the door. Okay, so that that's interesting. So his, his so it's not, he's not trying to... He doesn't hate Republicans. He no, just he's just trying them. to piss them off so they come in and yell at him. And then he's like, I'm just kidding. Maybe that's, yeah, all right. That's interesting. That's a king of the publicity stuff, yeah, man. All right, good. Go. That Keep comes going. into play. Listen, this guy's so, fucked up. Yeah, he's a beauty, though. <laughs> the next year, in 1945, the Cubs would win the final NL pennant for decades and played against the Detroit Tigers in the World Series. The Cubs and Tigers split the first two games in Detroit with a 9 nothing Chicago win in Game 1 and a 4-1 Detroit win in Game 2. The Cubs took the rubber match 3-0, and the series headed to Chicago for Game 4, with the Cubs leading the series two games to one. The series continued on October 6th at Wrigley Field. William Cyanus, a Cubs fan, and and as mentioned, a publicity stunt master, bought two box seats for a total of $7.20. Yep. As a publicity prop and good luck charm, Cyanus was allowed to parade his pet goat from the tavern around the field during the pregame wait. Wait, did this guy have a wife? I don't know. What, what's his name again? William Cyanus. All right, I'm looking this You're up. looking this because up? Because I'm a little bit worried about this relationship <laughs> between him and the goat. <laughs> don't worry about that. That's, right. that's irrelevant. <laughs> Cyanus was allowed to parade his pet goat from the tavern around the field during the pregame wait. Uh-huh. The goat named Murphy by Cyanus was draped with a placard reading, We got Detroit's goat. Mm-hmm. So he's, I don't know what that means, but he's hey, crazy. He's got their goat. He's got their goat. <laughs> so is he? So he's implying that Detroit wants Murphy the goat and he's got him. Alright. I guess. Alright. Before the game started, Ushers attempted to make Cyanus and Murphy to leave, but Cyanus argued that he had paid for two seats and should be permitted to stay. Okay. With the goat. Well, wait. So they're kicking him out. Why are they kicking him out? Because he's got the goat. But didn't they say he was allowed to have the goat? Just for the parade across the field, I guess. Oh, so he's pissed that they're like... And he's saying, I bought two seats. And he believes the goat. One's for the goat. Oh. So he argues... And they were allowed to stay until the fourth inning, but ushers told them they had to leave because someone had complained about the smell. Fuck that. Because the goat was probably taking a shit in well, the seats. Goat's generally shit. Yeah. So Cyanus apparently appealed the decision to Cubs owner P.K. Wrigley, who told ushers, let Billy in, but not the goat. Cyanus asked, why not the goat? Wrigley answered, because the goat stinks. At this point... 
Billy Goat Cyanus threw up his hands in frustration and exclaimed, The Cubs ain't going to win no more. The Cubs will never win a World Series as long as the Goat is not allowed in Wrigley Field. And he left. All right, I've heard that part. The Cubs lost in Game 4 and subsequently the series in seven games. Cyanus allegedly sent Wrigley a telegram the next day saying, Who stinks now? That's fantastic. So he's petty. That is that is an incredibly petty move, but it's amazing yeah. that he actually sent a telegram. Yep. <laughs> just, I also find it weird that he was just able to be like, I want to talk to the owner about my goat being kicked out of the stadium, as if like he well, had any sort of argument. The fact that he was argument. able to get the owner. Imagine, like, imagine bringing an a animal to a game and just being like, I want to talk to... Ted Rogers right now. <laughs> well, his statue's outside, so you go and talk to him. But I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. That is all right. Well, yeah. so that's what he did. Who stinks now? Yes. So for the remainder of the goat's, li- goat's life, which was about another twenty years. Jesus, goats lived that yeah, long. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. How long do goats live? Like twenty. I don't know. You should it's look like that 20 up. Twenty years. He fell off a truck. Another twenty was... years. The Cubs finished no better than fifth place in their division. Mm-hmm. This would establish a pattern that saw the Cubs' luck reversed and the team became termed the lovable losers. And wait till next year was becoming the Cubs' motto. So, after that point, from 1946 to 2015, before, well, we know what happens now. We know what happens. The curse has supposedly been reversed. But for the next 69 years, so from 46 to 2015, the Cubs had a record of 5,192 wins and 5,874 losses, which was a 469 win so percentage. There are like 700 games under 500. Yeah. In that, like, same amount of 65 time. 65 years, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. The second part of their existence. Yeah. They would have a mere 20 winning seasons, only five first place finishes, no pennants, and no World Series appearances. A meager seven postseason appearances in 84, 89, 98, 03, 07, 08, and 2015. So, in 69, Cyanus was at the near end of his life and felt satisfied and claimed that he had lift the curse. Ah. I'd rather he just did that and they won. (laughs) You would think. But that's not what happened. I bet. Strap in, Sean. Murphy, the GOAT, still was upset. And the Cubs, who were coasting with a commanding division lead, collapsed in mid-August, losing the division to the Miracle Mets by the end of September. Uh-huh. So the curse lives. It did. 1973. Cyanus's nephew and new tavern owner, because Cyanus died in 1970. So he died <sighs> never having seen the curse lifted. And... I'm still confused because I believe a goat. It says on Google at least that they live like 18 years. So this goat. Well, but this is a this is a magic goat. A magic goat. <laughs> Imagine it just didn't fall off. It was just like appeared. It like, was it was probably Satan. I just wonder. Like I hope this man had like a wife because Jesus Christ, he spent a lot of time with this goat. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, his nephew Sam Cyanus owns the tavern now. All right. In 1973. And made an attempt to lift the curse again. Sam brought a new goat, descended from Murphy, and named Socrates (laughs) to Wrigley Field, where it was given a red carpet welcome with a sign reading, 
All is forgiven. Let me lead the Cubs to the pennant. Socrates was denied at the gate and the Cubs suffered another midseason collapse. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Why was So it sounds to me like they didn't coordinate this with the Cubs whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He just like showed up with a limo and a red carpet for this goat and was like let me in, I forgive you. And they were like, what the fuck are you doing here with this goat? Get the fuck out of here, man. And then and then the curse lived on. Well, well like if you're an attendant at Wrigley Field though, like you have to like you probably have lived in Chicago. You probably lived in Chicago a while. You like no, but if any goat walks up to the gate, like you're letting him in. Like it's these people's fault. Yeah, you know about the Billy Goat curse, and there's a goat walking in. You just fucking let it happen. Like, ah, uh, all right. Like most Blue Jays' attendants are fans in some manner. Mm-hmm. Like why? So you're arguing to let the goat in, or why the just fuck saying- wouldn't? If you were a Cubs fan and you're like, well, we got this Billy Goat curse, but this goat, I don't know, maybe this goat, like, <laughs> this is a sign. I'm not saying any of this stuff's real. Like, the Cubs were probably just shitty for a while, but like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. No, it's insane that they didn't let the new goat in. Like, you just, you'd think any, anyways, go. So, 1984 <laughs> All right. comes along. New Cubs owners, the Tribune Company, invited the goat to opening day at Wrigley in another attempt to quell the curse. Sam Cyanus, nephew of Billy, walked his goat across the grass field, lifted his hat, and proclaimed, the curse is lifted. So his hat is the curse, apparently. The Cubs won their first division title in almost 40 years. All right, good for them. The Cubs continued their winning ways, taking the first two games of the NLCS against the Padres. Uh They needed just one win in the next three games in San Diego to reach the World Series. Sam and his goat awaited the call to go along with the team to San Diego, only to be left behind in Chicago. Why? Wait, no, but why are they even going with them? I don't know. That doesn't make sense either. Especially because they only brought him to, like, opening day, and then he was like, well, surely they'll take so maybe, me to maybe San this Diego. Is, like, maybe this is just one shitty family that's just, like, put its bad karma on this team. Like, they... <laughs> They're trying to get a free ride to Cubs playoff yeah, games. Yeah. And, and it's just generation after generation of fucking them over and just having a goat by your side to be like, what? But here's an argument for why the Cubs should have done it. All right. Cubs lost games three and four in San Diego and were leading game five, three to two in the seventh inning with only eight outs needed to clinch eight outs needed, needed to clinch a wild a World Series berth. Yeah. Ace pitcher Rich Sutcliffe was on the mound. A routine ground ball dribbled through Leon Durham's legs at first base, allowing the tying run to score. (sighs) Sutcliffe, who dominated game one, was overworked at this point and yielded three remaining runs, and the Padres swept the Cubs out of San Diego. Interesting. I should have brought the fucking goat, man. I guess. 89. All right. Hoping for an 84 repeat, Sam Cyanus was invited back for his goat march. Why? <laughs> hey, it worked. Oh, I did it? It would have if they fucking brought it to San Diego, apparently. All right, all right, all That's right. That's what we're implying, anyway. All right. The Cubs won their division. But once again, Sam and the Goat were left behind in the postseason. <laughs> Cubs lost to the Giants four games to one. 1998. The Cubs finished the season tied for 89 wins with the San Francisco Giants. Mm-hmm. A tie-breaking game for the wild card took place on September 28th to determine the wild card, and the Cubs had a wild card of their own. Sam and his goat. (laughs) Jesus. 
The Cubs went on to win 5-3 and entered the postseason as the wildcard team. But again, the Sam and the Goat were left in Chicago and the Cubs were swept by Atlanta. So if we've learned anything, they just need to but take wait, the it, Goat and it would have been goat? done so much earlier. They just need to take the goat on the road in the playoffs. You just need to let this shitty family like win and get free playoff tickets with their goat. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it would have taken. All mm-hmm. right. All right. There were other attempts to um, stop the curse. In 2003, uh-huh. a group of Cubs fans traveled to Houston, who was an NL rival at the time, yep. with a goat named Virgil Homer uh, and attempted to gain entrance to Minute Maid Park. <laughs> so they're trying to goat. The Strokes. Yeah. They're goading them. They're like, yeah. oh, well, we, I exactly. don't think it works that way because I think you need to be an Astros fan. Exactly. And, like, And you need a magic goat that fell off a bus and lived for like, <laughs> for like 30 years. There's a lot of stuff they're missing. <laughs> <laughs> when denied, they unfurled a scroll, read a verse, and proclaimed they were reversing the curse. That Were they Dr. Seuss? <laughs> And we all know what happened in 2003. Uh, yes. Bartman. 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 We all know. So that's like a whole other story. I'm not going to tell the story of Steve yeah, Bartman. Yeah, we don't need to tell the story of Steve Bartman. Look it up. The it's Cubs terrible. again made the playoffs in 2008, and a butchered goat was hung from the Harry Carey statue Jesus on October Christ. 3rd, 2007. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. Who are they playing? Philadelphia? The Cubs won the division but were swept by the Diamondbacks on October oh. 6th, the day of the goat. What is what is October 6th? Is that the, was the, the day that, that Billy Goat Cyanus got kicked oh, out in the first place. Oh, okay, yeah. So in that, 2008, right. a severed goat's head was hung from the statue of Harry Carey, and the Cubs were swept by the Dodgers in three games. Well, that's, okay, so that's Dodger people doing that one. Or just some really pissed off Cubs fan. And then in 2013, a severed goat's head was mailed to Cubs owner Tom Ricketts. Well, why not? I mean, Might as well try that. I don't think that's illegal. You're just is, mailing some uh, some some meat and maybe mm-hmm. put a jar of mustard in there. You can make a a, a head cheese. And <laughs> anyways, that's insane. So yeah, so that's pretty much it. As we know, like the curse has been reversed. The now. curse. Is, so that was the last of the curse was a goat's head being. That's what it took. Mister Ricketts. Have this goat's head. And Maybe that's just it. the U.S. postal but system like reversed it back the other way. It, there were there were some weird coincidences though yes. with um, the fact that the the original goat's name was Murphy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In 1908, the last time that they won for 108 years, the yeah. Cubs owner was Charles Murphy. That's fucked up. In 1969, when they collapsed and the Mets won, the Mets general manager was Johnny Murphy, and their announcer was Bob Murphy. In 1984, the NLCS was played at Jack Murphy Stadium. Oh. And in 2015, in the NLCS, where they were swept by the uh, Mets, the MVP was Daniel Murphy who bat 529 and hit four home runs in four games. And he was also on the Cubs, and that's why they fucking lost in the wild card game this year. Yep. There we go. We just, the curse is alive. 
it's, so it's not the curse of the goat. It's the curse of Murphy. Maybe. It's Maybe Murphy's there, Law. There was just no Murphys that were involved in any way with the 2016 uh, World Team. Series. Yeah. So there was just no Murphys. It was Murphy's Law that was... <laughs> Yeah. All right. So well, we de- debunk that. I, I, so. I highly think that we like that that weird dude with the goat needs to be right. heavily more investigated. Well, he's dead. I know he's dead, but like, why would you like? I guess his name was already William or whatever. But like Billy Goat, and then you're just like, hey, this is my best friend, the goat. Like he <laughs> fell off a truck. We're like, what the fuck? Like it wasn't like he like, oh, I grew up with this goat. It was just like goat falls into bar and man just becomes in love with goat. I'm looking around this room and it sounds like you're projecting. Uh, probably. Yeah. I never had my goat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, yeah, that's it. Thanks uh, Thanks for for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening to Jay Shed. Check us out on Twitter at Bird Baby Birds. And uh, it's. uh, See you next time. Yeah, we're going to see you in the offseason. And we're going to see you after the World Series. Go Dodgers. I would, yeah, go Dodgers. I would expect that the next time we talk to you is probably around the general manager's meetings. Yeah, that's Sean. I'm Eds. Yep. Later. Bye.